0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to the new ARC podcast, with me, Elliot, and my co-host, Zaf. How are you, Zaf?
1: I'm doing really well, man. How are you?
0: I'm doing mighty fine. And, I mean, our topic for today is, of course, the mighty and tiny tiny little animal, but... Strong for its size, certainly, and strength in numbers as well. So it's, it's be an interesting debate, I think. Yes, formidable foe for you, I'd say, or oh, formidable oh, oh, oh. and formidable <laughs> foe to elephants as well, because I, I mentioned yes. this to you actually last week after we finished yeah. recording the elephant episode. But ants are yeah. like the the nemesis. The, the arch enemy of elephants they fall up into their trunks and cause all manner of uh, pain and nuisances so yeah uh, I think it's how, it's, how, how ironic yeah it's, it's definitely an interesting <laughs> circumstance and because we've actually recorded was it now four episodes before launching the podcast and it's I think it's going to launch this week we don't know where the elephants have made it onto the ark yet so, flash sure. insight for listeners, we don't know, as we're recording this, if elephants are on the ark. You know that, we do not. So, yeah. yeah, will it be both, will it be neither, or just the yeah. one? We'll find yeah. out. I'm happy
1: to argue that there's plenty of room for both, obviously.
0: Ooh, I think, and this is an <laughs> interesting sort of argument, because it's, it's, it depends on future circumstance, but... If elephants do get into the ark, if I lost that debate, then there's going to be trouble with with letting ants in. Uh, There's definitely a potential clash there. (laughs) My first point that I did want to raise is that ants are are murderous creatures. They they literally kill people. So it's it's at risk to our personal uh, well-being, ourselves, uh, that we bring ants onto the ark. Have you heard of the Schmidt Sting Pain Index?
1: I have not. Do enlighten me.
0: You have not. Ah, uh, this is one of my all-time favourite bits of trivia. So, a bloke called—I think it's Justin. I might have made that up. Justin Schmidt. We're going to say has yeah. basically dedicated his life to going around the world and getting stung by pretty much every insect you could uh, reasonably name all the ones with the big stings at least and what he does is he intentionally gets stung by them <laughs> he's he an entomologist so he's, he's an insect researcher it does happen as part of his work as well but he's been stung by all these insects and he writes them up a bit like a sort of wine tasting uh list wow very detailed notes on what the stings feel like it ranges from a uh, number maybe two or three which is a bit like a paper cut not too bad uh, to when you get near a four it goes up to five and uh, then it's like a hair dryer dropped in a bath so that, that that's not good and then you go up to pneumatic grill and such on the five level so do you, do you want to wow. guess where some ants are a rank on this scale specifically the bullet ants so I've
1: heard of the bullet ant they're meant to be pretty gnarly so I'm mm. gonna go with a four
0: they are straight five and there's only Wow there's only a few insects and make it out there so they're literally like pop pop spot on this stinker okay. index they are okay. pretty bad yeah well there's
1: what 12 thousand or so ant species from from my research and mm. this bullet ant is just a species of ant and i have encountered many an ant in my life and been stung by many of them as well and you know by and large they're pretty harmless in terms of pain slash death cause to humans is that is that fair to say on the whole
0: well you see there's a disparative experience there because i come from australia which is home to uh, all the deadly creatures and it's yeah. included to some extent we don't have all the deadly ants uh, but what we do have uh, quite abundantly are ants called bull ants said so, mm-hmm. so they're like they're the, the <laughs> the sort of baby brothers of bullet ants. We've got bullet mm-hmm. ants, and then the bull ants, which uh, I don't know. There may be a three on the scale, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. But they will give you some pretty serious pain for a good, what, an hour after being stung. Okay. So they're Have still very stung? nasty. Yes, and oh, I, okay. I wouldn't take them on on my. <laughs> <stand>. <laughs>
1: okay. I mean, where, ants... where do you find these ants? The bu- the bull ants in what kind of environment, terrain do they live?
0: They live in most terrains in Australia. I dare say they're they're very very successful as ants go. I mean, okay. like in, in the UK uh, where we are both now, you get your formal garden, you get the brown ants, house ants, mm-hmm. the uh, the black house ants, uh, things like yeah. that, which are very common. You see them around uh, mm-hmm. as you're mentioning. So. The, the bull ants are the Australian equivalents anywhere out in the bush. You, know, you have mm-hmm. definitely see okay.
1: them. Okay, interesting. But but regular ants, you know, just like regular
0: people,
1: <laughs> are, are harmless. You've got always, on the extremities, you've always got these edge cases. You know, they just spoil it for everybody else, right? Um, but on the whole, you know, you know, one could argue that they are not life-threatening towards humans. Um, On that note, like, uh, you know, something that I came across, which was super interesting, uh, would would you consider yourself um, sort of into nostalgia? Do you value things of the past, just out of curiosity? Uh,
0: I'll go for anything that's more than 2,000 years old. More than 2,000 years. Great. So you'll love
1: ants then because they're as old as dinosaurs. And um, I think it's a Harvard University study that showed that uh, they first rose around 130 million years ago uh, and they survived all of it. They survived the extinction, they survived the ice age, um, and stored within the ant DNA. And this is where it kind of goes from being kind of cool and novel and nostalgic to valuable. Within their DNA is the record of how climate change, big topic, has affected the diversity of ants throughout their long evolutionary history. So from a scientific climate change research perspective, I think we have an obligation um, to not wipe out these creatures that have been around for 130
0: million years. Well, I mean, last week we both agreed that we're not bringing T-Rexes onto the ark. And they would be an even greater uh, flight on the evolutionary argument, would would they not?
1: I, I think they were roughly the same era. So what we're doing with the ant is we're de-risking, you know, it's got all that we've got rid of all the downsides of the T-Rex. And we've got all the upsides <laughs> of the of the evolutionary DNA. And on top of that, you know, evolution slash god slash universe whatever you believe the ants won the ants won against the T-Rex because guess what they're still here and the T-Rexes aren't so if we're going looking at it from like a survival of the fittest perspective hey they, they've earned their place on the Ark on Earth 2.0 they're as worthy a guest as anyone else
0: Surely, I have two words for you, Saf. (laughs) Jurassic. Ah, life finds a way. Life finds a way. Ants have survived. That means they are even better than T. Rexes, than Velociraptors, at escaping all bounds we humans can put on. Jurassic Mm -hmm. Park, according to chaos theory, descended into this maelstrom of dinosaurs eating humans being shot by humans eating more humans humans running up electric fences being eaten by dinosaurs again etc this is what will happen when we bring ants to earth 3.0 have you heard of giant ants how
1: big are we talking
0: they were meant to be the size of large dogs
1: whoa but they don't exist (laughs) right now <laughs> <laughs> the, the ants in question for, you know, whatever, for passes on the Ark are ants. We're talking millimetres, centimetres at best. Uh, we're not talking about dog-sized ants, because they don't exist right now.
0: Yes, well, it's baseball, whether they ever existed. So, uh, Well, very, the, well there find we go. Yeah, Herodotus, first ever historian, claimed. There were giant ants in India, in Roman times. They were. How
1: incredible is this chap?
0: <laughs> I mean, all evidence to the contrary, maybe they did exist. Oh, okay. We now well, think they were again... red marmots. So, red marmots right. in India. but they were meant to mine right. gold, and they fought with the local Indian tribes who tried to take it from them. But they're pretty cool, giant ants. But they would be T-Rex-level threat, I think.
1: Yeah, possibly. But we're going into quite um, grey territory now. Um, Yes, if there were ants as big as dogs, then potentially we have to sort of do a code red and review this, revisit this. But for today's debate... We're talking about regular ants um, who really aren't a physical threat to humans.
0: Already conceding grounds. Oh, I would have thought you <laughs> would be all for the cryptid giant ants. You like the Loch Ness Monster until I told you it was an elephant. <laughs> okay, I will raise you a real ant in that case. And this is one yep. which is very, very old so you know the ants and wasps and bees all used to basically come from the same family and this one arose quite soon after they diverged it's a very very old ant it's called the dracula okay. ant
1: okay does this, ant ant exist this ant does today
0: does it this, does it ant exist ant today
1: oh wow it does. okay i'm gonna guess it sucks blood
0: I think that's a pretty good guess, isn't it? (laughs) What it does is it cannibalizes its larvae. So it literally bites its own babies and sucks their blood, drinks them, Mm. and they grow up, but they're left scarred and wounded and deformed and crippled. Wow. Is this a creature we want to bring to New Earth?
1: Mm. Well, for a start, it doesn't drink our blood which is a positive <laughs> wow it you know secondly yeah that's not the nicest thing uh to leave their kids you know traumatized but you know it's pretty common across uh you know to varying degrees across life i suppose
0: Speaking so a friend, i, I don't
1: know hmm. just other <laughs> anim- animals humans you know Whatever, um, so I don't know. Again, I think I do think that this particular Dracula ant, which I'd never heard of or seen, where but, do they exist in the world? Australia, I
0: hadn't heard of it either before. This is one I hadn't heard of, but yeah, oh, okay. I'll look it up for you. Dracula ant, okay. I think, yeah, cool if a bit gruesome.
1: Yeah, I think they're again a minority. In the ants, and you know, they may not be the
0: Madagascar. They're in Madagascar.
1: Madagascar. See, the thing is, Madagascar that's a whole other topic, but Madagascar is like this alternate dimension, isn't it? It's like this portal of, you know, place where it's kind of like Earth, whatever, 3.0 or 1.5 or whatever, but it's, yeah interesting i don't think i'd be keen on going to madagascar um but yeah i i i t- good good point about these specific ants but you know they keep to themselves right uh, and they're small are they regular ant size
0: Hopefully, yeah i mean Roughly they're, okay. they're not dog sized
1: so okay I'm, I'm just i'm just assessing their threat to human life and uh, you know those two points kind of put it quite low on the on the threat scale, I think, compared to a T. Rex or whatever.
0: Well, there is one type of ant which does kill people, isn't it It's the driver ant, the matabele ant, and these famously do kill plenty of livestock and some people as well. So, take down old people and babies if they can't get out of the way quick enough. They just swarm through. Devouring everything in their path, and they're pretty darn ferocious. I mean, these are proper like they're they're basically Spartan warriors of the insect Mm. world. They'll go out in these warring parties, uh, literally once they've found uh, their prey. And they'll uh, what they do is they lick their their wounded if an ant's lost a limb, they'll lick it, heal it back to health. That ant will limp back into battle, continue fighting. Die on its sword, etc. It's literally like three hundred reimagined for the insect kingdom. These are badass ants.
1: Okay, this sounds badass until you said something that kind of made me rethink it, which is that these badass Spartan ants go for old people and children. <laughs> Dude, how badass are they if that is their target?
0: Oh, they no, they will target everything. It's just that you or I could probably run away, albeit not on board an arc. So, if we're going to bring them on an arc, beware because they'll just be chasing all, you round and round and round but, and round. But, and round.
1: <laughs> well, we're only bringing two, which which massively massively limits their capabilities, (laughs) right? Of running you over, stampeding you. Uh, And I would like to say that the vast majority of the crew aboard the Ark are healthy adults, not kids and frail elderly folk. So again, you know, you make a valid point, but threat level... Not that serious. Manageable, manageable risk.
0: Ah, but I think you raised a very good point there because you said we're only bringing two on the art But mm-hmm. what all of ant researchers say is that ants are a super organism, which means that one colony of ants acts like a single animal. So mm-hmm. I would contend. That bringing two ants on board the ark means bringing two of these super organisms, two of these colonies, and I mean you get 20 million ants in some colonies, but that's 40 million ants we're bringing on board the ark to chase you and I around. That, that, that's going to be pretty nasty all the way to uh, 2.0, I reckon.
1: I think that is a misunderstanding of clause. 1.2, which stipulates <laughs> that it's two of every animal um, and it does not extend to colonies it is not open to interpretation this is, you know it's 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 written into law by Noah himself and two of every animal so, you know, I think it would just be the two lowly ants no colony I think they would, you know, toe the line and maintain the peace and just be good Samaritans because I think that they're, they're aware of their size and um, yeah, I don't I don't think they'll be chasing us around, mate. I think it's I think we're safe. Two ants on board the ark. Off we go, Earth 2.0. So, it's all good. I'll um, tell you no. why. I'll tell you why as well. Well. Noah, well, the ark was his idea, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, but Noah wasn't an ant researcher, he wasn't a myrmecologist. He, he didn't know better. He could have brought two ants, but he should have brought he did. two colonies he... of ants. Well, I, I don't think it says in the Bible. We're going to have to look this up. <laughs> you, you know, actually, two, in the Bible, of... it could be seven of these animals. There's quite a bit of debate whether it is two in the first place so it could be seven ants chasing us around the arc, which, which is... is
1: which is still which is still <laughs> not an issue seven two not an issue Ah oh, wow well well regardless of whether we have seven or two um one other sort of factoid that i came across is how crucial ants are to the environment again going back to climate change and all of the conversations at hand Ants turn and aerate the soil. They allow water and oxygen to reach plant roots. Um, A lot of the earthworms get the credit for this, but really, the ants do a better job. So they're massively bad PR over there. And the extinction of the ant, which is basically what you're proposing with us not taking them aboard the ark, would result in reduced plant productivity and eventual death. So life as we know it hangs in the balance and answer the solution
0: you think you think
1: no, well, not, you know, not me not me research science
0: <laughs> i will argue that point because i think that ants can survive very very well by themselves i mean they don't even need a place on our ark we don't know what this apocalypse is, but publicly it was a flood. And did you know that ants can survive for 19 days underwater? Wow. They are I did pretty not know that. darn good at, at surviving in water and sailing. But, you know, they build these rafts. So these ant rafts, so they can float on top of the water. And just like that. And it is, you I mean, it's. What did they impressive.
1: use? They use themselves. The oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, That's yeah. That's amazing.
0: So it's like we so, so, humans build pyramids of ourselves with about nine of us, mm. and do it with twenty million of them. <laughs> okay, it's a bit more impressive
1: So here's so so here's the thing. You're right. I don't think they need us. I'm arguing that we need them. They they've managed one hundred and thirty million years. They'll be absolute. If we left them behind, not A they'll be absolutely fine. B there might be a seed of resentment that grows within them that we left them behind. And I would not want to know what the repercussions of that may be. But that aside, we need them because they play a crucial role in our environment with plant life, which are all crucial to us in Earth 2.0. They do better jobs than the earthworms. We can leave the earthworms behind and take the ants instead. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, we need them. And even if we don't make it across to Earth 2.0, for some reason, there's a Flood, they'll survive. And, you know, there's something good about that, I suppose. Consolation prize. (laughs) Yeah, so we've established that
0: ants will survive the coming apocalypse. But, I mean, given the circumstances we've set up for the new arc, given the world is going to... Fall under a giant flood. I think angry yeah. ants are the least of the remaining humans' problems. Huh? I don't think we can worry about a vendetta from all the species that we inevitably will leave behind. Because I'm going to win every argument. We're just going <laughs> to take that for granted. Yeah. All of these animals are going to be left behind. And I mean, they're not going to start World War Animal with humans. Well, that's
1: the thing. That. that- you know, the audience would not want to live in an Earth 2.0 devoid of the variety and awesomeness of all the animals. So, like, A, that's never going to happen because, you know, the jury is not going to settle for that. B, going back to your point, the ants are, in terms of, like, space they take up such little space that there is no, um they're not coming on board the ark at the expense of any other creature. They're just going to fit in. It's like, you know, they there's space for two ants. So if That's anything, fair. by taking the ants, we get to N plus one of all the animals that we get to take, which is amazing. It's great for like, you know marketing and data and whatnot for Earth 2.0 because we can just add an extra creature for like our biodiversity and you know in terms of the report in terms of how many animals we saved from imminent disaster we can add another one onto it dude like there's some really good you know points there
0: okay. harmless I'll, tiny i will raise you this then yes we do decide to bring Or seven or 40 million ants on board this ark. Some or all of them could be spiders in disguise. And we don't want to bring spiders on. I think that's one animal I'm going to win this debate on. Spiders (laughs) are evil incarnate. And spiders sometimes disguise themselves as ants. This is the the, 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 Mimarachni, I think it's pronounced. The Mimarachni. Spider walks around pretending to be an ant, so we could accidentally just bring lots of spiders on board, and that's that's just trouble.
1: Okay, so valid concern, re spiders, but again, we can't discriminate against the ants on the off chance that a rogue spider boards the ship. So, what we could do instead. Is reach out to our friend Justin or somebody else who's you know well versed in identifying insects, and do almost like a um, like an ID check, you know, uh, prior to boarding the ship, that you know they are who they say they are, and uh, you know I think I think we should enforce that anyway to the humans, to the animals. So this is a measure that we need to bring on board anyway so let's just implement that and you know it's fantastic that we could identify this as a potential issue across the board during today's debate so we will implement that and then we no longer have this issue of the rogue spider
0: Listen, we're gonna have justin smith just standing next to the boarding plank of the art is being bit by every animal I'm <laughs> Yeah, that looks like a lion. Bites like a lion. It probably <laughs> is a lion. Yeah. Go on board. The lions he'll, coming.
1: He'll, he'll further his research
0: very, very quickly. I, I, I definitely <laughs> hope so. Yeah. Okay. I have one very, very important logistical concern. And uh, that is that ants actually won't be able to survive on board the ark if we're just bringing two or seven or forty million ants on board those ants cannot eat solid food so they actually can't survive without their larvae and without their uh, without their ant hive uh, ant nests and colonies uh, to support them so all these ants you are condemning to death if you bring them on board what how you to long say can to
1: how long can ants go without food do you know not very long you reckon matter of days really okay so we will we will if that's the case we will we will bring along well how much do they eat like clearly not that much so we'll bring along a tiny amount of food for them Whatever they whatever they eat, we'll just bring some on.
0: I think you missed the point. They can't eat solid food.
1: So what? So what do they eat? Liquid food.
0: What? Well, what many of them do is they get their larvae to digest it for them, and then their larvae excrete it out this what? food substrate. Food paste, foods. We'll mm-hmm. oh, we'll bring the substrate.
1: We'll bring the substrate.
0: So you're just going to bring a whole Ark Voyages supply of larvae substrate mush. Yeah, it'll fit on a teaspoon probably. Are you collecting that? Because I'm not. So,
1: <laughs> if you want <laughs> to
0: farm ant larvae, however, knows. i'm I'm sure
1: i'm I'm sure it'll be available on amazon or somewhere
0: um
1: (laughs) and and if it's not we've got the dark web um you know you know i'm sure we can procure a teaspoon full of ant larvae which will keep our ants the two of them filled for the length of the journey i think i think that logistical problem can be overcome
0: I'm almost prepared to concede the debate to you. You can't a, <laughs> a, a teaspoon of ant larvae digested food. I just want to see you get it. Wow. Okay. If there's what a way,
1: we can we can do it.
0: Yes. I'm sure we can. No, definitely. Enough to support two ants. There we are. What about this then? ants are slave drivers this is most ants pretty much all ants dare i say uh, in in various manners so you have the the slave maker ants uh, which uh, you might have seen in various documentaries they raid other ants nests steal their larvae kidnap them eat them bring them back to their colony put them in the larder which is genocide the worst kind and then you have all the other ants, uh, many of which farm aphids. Have you heard of aphids before?
1: I have, but I don't know much about them. Like... I think you're in the majority there.
0: So, aphids yeah. are, are small creatures that live on plants. Uh, mm-hmm. it, I mean, if you see them, you'd probably think they were just a blemish on the plant, uh, a small bump uh, in the plant stem. Uh, but they are everywhere. They multiply at goodness knows what rate. And ants drive them as slaves. They drink their their waste byproducts and they fence them in. Uh, they will guard them 24-7 and make sure that none of them escape. None of their mm-hmm. ladybird predators come by. Uh, they will literally put them in, in a maximum security prison camp. Just so that they can eat their. It's called honeydew, their excreted urine. It's a funny name for okay. it. Okay.
1: Hmm. Sounds just getting loads of deja vu, mate, when I listen to this. The ant behavior, like it's kind of what humans did, no? Still to some extent do, so.
0: I think? We're going to call us humans ask if, slave drivers.
1: I'll, well, us <laughs> keeping bees and you know, I, you know, honey's great. It's, kind of, it's probably like that for the for the ants. They're just like, you know, they exist to serve us, and the honey juice probably tasty, useful, healthy. You know, it's that kind of thing. I, I, oh I don't face, know, yeah. man. I think, yeah, I think I think we can't. Um, hold ants to such high moral standards um when we're still working through our stuff you know so yeah it's not ideal
0: but it's it's a matter of morals isn't it so uh, as well as being slave drivers ants are also complete workaholics i mean they'll only sleep for a few minutes in a day is that the oh, sort wow. of image we want to send out for earth 2.0. Hmm, I
1: think hmm I think generally, you know, workaholics get rewarded by society. So if anything, <laughs> you know, maybe the maybe the ants will be held up as a sort of beacon of productivity. Um I'm not sure if that's the message we want to send out on Earth 2.0, but, you know, maybe we can help the ants with a bit of work-life balance on Earth 2.0 as we <laughs> as we get better at it ourselves. You know, a bit, bit of ant yoga, a bit of ant meditation, bit of ant mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Rehabilitation, not whatever it is, incarceration, you know?
0: Very wise. Very wise. Are we going to work with the ants to restore their their work-life balance? I don't know what ants would get up to in their spare time. Do you think they'd have hobbies? I
1: I think they could. They they certainly could. Um, It would open up a whole new dimension of possibilities for them. Um, They've just been conditioned to work all the time, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> they've been traumatized by their parents and they've been conditioned to work all the time i think Earth 2.0 represents an opportunity for these two ants to start life anew
0: take on some hobbies mountain climbing i thought about myself it took me a whole minute <laughs> <laughs> take up mountain climbing and i'll let you know when i come up with the next pun for the hobby they can wait, take up. Wait,
1: weightlifting maybe they could take up as a hobby because they're super strong right yeah so yeah, yeah. that's how that powerlifting, that power lifting that kind of stuff um olympic ant olympics loads mm. of you know team and individual sports that could be done over there
0: Athletics,
1: yeah man i think
0: huh athletics 100 meters, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. plenty of ant hobbies. Um, and again, we can put it all up on
0: YouTube. I mean, they're they're a bit small to to pass the YouTube barrier, I think. Get Big Mac by themselves,
1: zoomed in, um, you know, VR, metaverse ant racing there's something there
0: mm. okay I have three final points to raise against you in no particular order firstly mm-hmm. I am incredibly bored of seeing ants I mean they are one percent of all insects <laughs> one quadrillion of them out there we don't need them in earth 2.0 Point two they could be zombies, and point three, they pose a significant bomb threat such that they wouldn't pass through ARC or airport security. In what order would you like to address these?
1: Well, I'll address the first one and then I need clarity on the other two because you lost (laughs) me there. So the first one was your board of seeing ants. Have you ever heard of the phrase, you don't know what you miss until it's gone? You, you're bored of the ants because they're plentiful and propping up our environment on Earth 1.0. And you will miss the hell out of them on Earth 2.0 if, A, they're not there because you'll never see them and they'll be novel. But more importantly, when our soil and our plants are gone, you will rue the day. So that's one. Two and three... How are they zombies? And why will they not make it through airport security? Enlighten me.
0: Fair fair point you mate, but I think termites could do the same sort of ecosystem function. Or earthworms. Debates for another day. How they're zombies? Have you heard of cordyceps fungi?
1: I have. Are they like a mushroom? Yeah, they are a mushroom they're like super expensive as like they're like uh like they're like a health supplement dude they're like a superfood
0: not for ants (laughs) what they do with ants is is they literally zombify them uh they they take over the ants exert a a mind control influence on it and eventually they'll sprout out from the ants brain uh, which is quite quite a sight to behold but similar mm-hmm. to the spider point, if we are bringing a random sample of, say, two or seven or 40 million ants on board, chances are we may well get some cordyceps, fungi, zombified ants on board, and then all the ants are dying, and then we have zombie ant infestation on the ark. It's a similar to the cat catpocalypse we talked about earlier. It's going to take yeah. down the entire vessel.
1: I think we've got a solution, though. We one that we can just bolster on to our previous solution for the ID. So now, given that we live in COVID times, they will need to do a a rapid cordyceps test two days prior to boarding the ark. And if they are positive, they're in freaking isolation, dude. So uh, they'll be zombified, but they're not going to be on the ark. So super simple. You, you prove ID to Justin at the door, and then you do a test. Not just the ants, because we don't want to be seen to discriminate. All of the bloody animals do a test. Make sure that they have no dodgy viruses. Um, and if, if they have a clean bill of health, they come on board. The whole voyage can be sponsored by Pfizer. There we go. Job done. <laughs>
0: You've changed your tune. Earlier, you were saying all the ants we leave behind are going to take over the earth and annihilate the humans. Now you're saying we deliberately leave behind zombies to make it even better.
1: Because they are done. Like, they have been Hmm. zombified by the mushroom and they're done. It's the humane thing. We're just like, we'll leave it. Maybe we'll, like, put them to sleep.
0: So. Okay. Do you want to
1: talk talk to me about ants? Yeah, I do, actually
0: so this is a a malaysian species of exploding ant, and i mean it speaks for itself when under threat when feeling a little bit scared for example undertaking a voyage into space they will self implode taking out nothing within the explosion range and potentially taking down the arc
1: so Again, we are talking about a regular-sized ant, right? Yes. So the explosion range of this regular-sized ant is how... How? What's the circumference, please?
0: Irrelevant. Yes, it's not going to pass through art <laughs> <our port> Court security. <laughs>
1: it's a bomb. It is, is going to pass through security because, you know, it, it's it's the, it's the crappest, most pathetic suicide bomber on Earth because they, they'll only take out themselves. So there's nothing else within their blast radius that is going to so much as get a scratch. So, you know, if they are going to do this to themselves, you know, that's their prerogative. But, you know, we could have a like a therapist on board for all of our anxious animals because there's going to be many. It's not just going to be the ants. This is not an isolated incident. This is going to be a maiden voyage for many ants and other animals and humans. Let's bring a therapist on board and uh, hopefully that will prevent any explosions, um, you know, and any other... You know, people act up when they're anxious, you know? So let's get a therapist on board and uh, all will be fine.
0: I I like that idea. Like an emotional sports human. They do that actually in Africa <laughs> when they're moving big game animals. They'll have an emotional okay. support human, with for example the wow. rhino and when they're flying okay. it okay. this country to relocate. Okay. To What what
1: what does one need to do to become an emotional like I like the sound
0: of it like how can I become one I I think it's a fairly niche career and if if you're going to do it for ants it needs to be after some downsizing procedure like honey I shrunk tears now we're we're going to go for that and then emotional support humans for all the ants okay Hmm. cool cool
1: cool so it sounds like you're you know with a few conditions the id check the virus test and the emotional support human slash therapist sounds like you're all aboard for the ants mate
0: (laughs) oh no i mean we're not gonna bring ants on board Uh, i think the audience will undoubtedly agree being horrible horrific hooligans being slave drivers and zombies and potentially spiders, starting the antipocalypse on board, and being, I mean, generally a bit boring to look at, and setting this horrible moral example on Earth 2.0. So, it is up to the audience. It's not up to me, unfortunately.
1: Well, well, just a final point. Earth 2.0 is doomed from the outset we're like dead on arrival if we don't rock up with the ants because we need them more no, than we're we gonna need bring the termites yeah but that's another debate for another day uh because and then termites i'll be arguing
0: all against it in favor of the <laughs> ants. But for today we're gonna bring termites and worms
1: instead
0: i do not have to be consistent
1: but i think i think ants on top of that you know, final final uh, point. Uh, Ant Man was funny; it was a good film. And there's a there's a film called Ants. I'm pretty right, like a like a uh, animation. Life. Remember it being pretty good as well. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think uh, I think they've done enough over the course of uh, 130 million years to warrant their place on the Ark and I think with the movies I think they've captured um, kind of our imaginations and our hearts as well so pre- pretty confident on this that the ants will will find their rightful place in Earth
0: 2.0 Very strong closing arguments we have there from Saf. Ultimately <laughs> though it, it is up to you our listener so head over to at new arc hives where you will hopefully be able to find some place to vote tell us <laughs> whether we're going to bring zombie ants on board and i mean we look forward to seeing the result as with all the others again we haven't found out any of the results yet we could be bringing all of these animals or none of them on board and it could be quite a crowded ark already i'm not sure we'll have room for the ants <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
1: what, what have we got next week?
0: Well, I mean, next week we have another animal. Do you want to choose? Do you want me to choose? Our, our viewers uh, don't know this, but we don't pre prepare any of this. <laughs> so, I have been making it up at the ends of the shows. I reckon we go, go dolphin. crocodiles. Dolphins? You want to go dolphins? Yep. I'll, I'll take you up on dolphins. Although, this can be a hard. Yep. Hard for me to fight. <laughs> I mean, who does We can, we can, like do, we, can do,
1: we, we can do crocodiles after, so you can get you can. You dolphins know.
0: then crocodiles. You heard it here first. Yeah. Advance notice, two weeks yeah. in advance. Dolphins yeah. then crocodiles. Tune in next week for dolphins, and the week after for crocodiles, and the week after that for goodness knows what animal. We'll be excluding from the art. With that said, it's good night from me. Good night and. From staff. Good night. Good night. See you next week.